Welcome to This Horror Life, episode, I'm going to guess number five. Ghost, does that sound right? Uh, that sounds right to me. <laughs> I'm bad with numbers, don't ask. Yeah, I think it's five. I could look, but we're not, it doesn't matter. Um, how you been? Oh, peachy. Every, you know, same, same shit, different day. Yeah, that's pretty much yeah. how it goes. Same um, old, same old. My name is Rob. That is my co-host, Ghost, and this is This Horror Life. Um, oh, you know what I forgot as I was getting everything ready? There's one what other thing. Forget? Hold on. There's one other thing we need to do that we don't normally do. I wanted oh, to go over these faults from our oh. last episode, the Is It I Horror about that. episode. So let's see. Have you seen these already? Um, I looked at them briefly when you put them up. I have not looked okay. at the results. Oh, good, good, because that, that'll be fun. Then I can uh, quiz you on them, and we'll see how you do. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's see. Um, so our last episode was Is It Horror? And uh, we talked about a number of movies and gave our opinion as to whether or not they were horror films. And then I posted them all on Twitter as polls, um, and here are the results of uh, what – listeners to this horror life thought we will start with jurassic park what do you think ghost horror movie or not according to our listeners according to our listeners i'm gonna hope and pray that they agree with me and said yes 71 percent said no how dare yeah. I, I you know what i feel like that's a personal attack <laughs> uh the movie what happened to monday what do you think our listeners said what happened on Monday? I'm going to say yes. Yes, 67% said yes. Hell yeah. They know uh, what's up. <laughs> the Ninth Gate. No. That's right. You were right. Very close. 56% said no. 56% were wrong. That's not true. Um, now, we, we didn't really mention this one on the episode, but it was sort of the impetus for the episode. The Shape of Water. What do you think? Uh, that's said? a big fat no. If you got any, 87% said no. You got a yes vote on that? Um, yeah, apparently. It was you, wasn't it? No, maybe. <laughs> I maybe. knew it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jaws. Um, uh, well, that was not fair. Um, Jaws 50 50 split. Wow. So we still that don't know. That sounds about right. We don't have an answer on that one. Um, get out. What do you think? Oh, we, yeah, 100%. Yep, 100% said yes. The Silence of the Lambs. 100%, yeah. yeah. That's it's a horror movie. Yep, 100. 100%. What about the Netflix series that you brought up called You? Ooh, I don't know. I If I go based on our listeners, I'm going to go with they voted no. It actually was a split, 50-50, believe it or oh, not. Oh, I'm surprised. Yeah, so, and I still haven't watched that, so I, I didn't weigh in. Um, secret window. Um, I think it'll, I think that one will be close, but I'm going to go with yes. 100% said yes. Nice. What about gremlins? Ooh. Mm, mm, no. 50-50 split on that one. Wow. Yeah. A lot I of was, 50-50s. Yeah. A lot more 50-50. We got a wishy-washy audience. <laughs> <laughs> what about untraceable uh, that's a i want to say yes but it was probably no uh 100 
said yes. I'm so proud of you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the Sixth Sense. Yeah. Uh, 67% voted yes. And the last one, Ghostbusters. I got yelled at about saying that this was not a, <laughs> a horror movie. And so yeah. I'm going to go with no, even though I got yelled at. You are correct. 80% said no, which seems high to me. I would have thought it would have been closer no, than no. that. Nah. Uh, because it clearly is. No. A horror movie, but you know. All right. So that's the poll results from last week, our uh, last episode. Wanted to get those, uh, wanted to mention those uh, because we did say that we were going to do that. Um, I guess we'll move on to what have you been watching? What have you been up to? Uh, any, uh, you watched any movies, played any games, anything? Uh, I've, I've been playing Dead by Daylight a lot recently. I've, I've gotten much more into that game. Mainly because Friday's been broken, so we can't. What's wrong with Friday? Uh, I think rumor has it. I'm not sure if they post anything again about it. Um, their servers were getting hacked a while back, so oh. you weren't able to connect. Um, and I think it's happening again. So mm. can't get into a match at all on that game. So I'm playing a lot of Dead by Daylight, which that game is the most frustrating fucking game I've ever played in my life. I, Dead by Daylight just doesn't look like fun to me for some reason. I don't know. It is not. Yeah, like Friday is is a lot of fun, but I don't know about Dead by if Daylight. You have I don't know. Enjoyable people to play it with. It's fun. However, it is the most infuriating game, and I don't get very angry at video games, but it it is it is pretty infuriating. But you know what? I'll play it anyways. I don't care. Like yeah. I I like the challenge. Let's be honest. I don't find most people enjoyable, so I probably wouldn't That's have fun. That's true. The fact that you wouldn't <laughs> have a co-host is... I don't even know how you yeah. do it. Um, yeah. And then um, I watched uh, the movies. Well, one of the movies for this. I'm not going to give it away yet. Okay. We're doing this episode. But yeah. I've also been watching a lot of Criminal Minds. I've been re-watching that series. Um, not necessarily horror, but I guess maybe because crime related it is sort of horror that's um i used to really enjoy that that show i haven't watched it in a long time is it still on uh i don't believe it's still on okay. anymore um it's got a lot of seasons though i'm i i'm all the way through to season four already but yeah i've been watching that like crazy all right um i went to the drive-in oh, last weekend nice i saw the evil dead and army of darkness and I took my son, and while we were there, he told me he had not seen Evil Dead 2. So we came home and watched Evil Dead 2. All right. Uh, he was way into it. So then we started watching the um, Ash versus Evil Dead television mm -hmm. show. Did you ever watch any of that? Nope. It's very good. Um, so it was uh, a big uh, couple of days of Sam Raimi's Evil Dead stuff for me. Uh, then I watched something called Mad Ron's Previews from Hell. This is um, this is on Netflix. Came out in 1987, and it is awful. Uh, uh, it sounds awful based yeah, solely on the title. It's a bunch of trailers for like horror movies, and and those were kind of fun because like I would try to guess what movie it was before they showed the title because they're not mm -hmm. super famous movies. But they had these interstitials with this guy with this. Um, with this dummy that was supposed to be a zombie. And I guess they were supposed to be funny, but they were just the dumbest things I'd ever seen. Like they weren't funny at all. So bad. And it was, um, yeah, probably about a half hour too long. You know, it did not need to be a full 
90 minutes. Um, I watched a new movie called The Rental. It's from 2020. Um, it is uh, James Franco's brother, I believe. Dave Franco? Yeah, he uh, directed it. It's very good. I highly recommend The Rental. He directed it? Yeah. Interesting. And it's about um, these two couples who... Uh, basically rent like a, an Airbnb, but it's super nice on the beach and everything. Mm-hmm. And they go stay there and all sorts of weird stuff happens. I don't want to give anything away, but I highly recommend checking out The Rental. Very good movie from this year. I watched the 1974 movie From Beyond the Grave. Um, it's fine. It's an anthology. Um, it sort of ties around uh, this antique store. Like that's that's the wraparound, you know? Mm-hmm. So everybody, all the stories start with somebody coming into the antique store. They buy an item, and then you know bad things happen to them. Mm-hmm. Um, not bad though. Not, not, it was all right. Uh, Cabin Fever from two thousand two, the Eli Roth joint. Um, movie's a lot worse than I remember it being. I, I swear I've seen that movie, but like I cannot. Yeah, it's not good. It. I remembered it. I didn't necessarily like. I didn't necessarily remember it as like a classic or anything, mm-hmm. but I rem- I thought I enjoyed it when I was watching it. Boy, did I really not! Um, There's a thing about Eli Roth movies that they they're built up to be so much more than they ever actually are. Yeah, I really I did not enjoy it. Um, I rewatched uh, 1983 Sleepaway Camp. It's still as good as you remember. <laughs> Sleepaway Camp is awesome. And um, just the other night, I watched this new movie that's on Shudder. Um, it's brand new this year called Host. Have you heard about this movie at all? Um, is that the one where it was made all over like Zoom or something? Yes. Yes. I have heard, I've seen things about it and I'm really interested to see it because I've heard phenomenal things. Yeah. It's really, really good. It's really well done. Um it's all like you said it's all over zoom it was made during quarantine and so the actors um were sort of responsible for like doing their own effects and stuff they had to do everything on their own you know Mm -hmm. um it's it's really quite amazing it's the performances are really good and i just think that given the limitations that they had to make this movie they did an outstanding job I, I really recommend it also it's not much of a commitment because the runtime is only like 56 minutes oh that's not bad yeah i mean it's not even feature length really yeah um but it's uh it's really really good i i highly recommend it um it'll probably end up on one of, as one of my favorite movies of the year actually um they just did such a great job with it um let's see if there's anything else that I forgot to mention because I know there is. Oh, uh, I started a new book. You, oh my God. I know. Rob I, is reading? Well, you know, kind Holy of. Holy shit. This is, uh, I don't remember what year the book is from, but it's uh, the Grady Hendrix book, My Best Friend's Exorcism. Have you heard of this? I, yes. I I think, like, it's ringing bells in my head. My memory is. It's from a few years right ago. Now. Um, I, I really like this guy, Grady Hendrix. So I decided to check out his books and this was mm-hmm. one that I thought would be interesting. He, he has a new book out now and I guess it's somehow loosely related to this one. So I didn't want to read the new one if I hadn't read this one, even though I'm right. sure, I'm sure it's fine, but my brain is never going to allow me to do that. <laughs> it's just not. So, right. 
So I started reading that. Um, and that's what I did. Less movies this time uh, than normal. I'm proud of you. Well, hockey's back. So I've got, uh, I've got some other stuff now to take up some time. Uh, that's really what that, that's all about. Um, you ready to move on to some news? Yeah, hit me all with right. the news. Let's I go. don't have a ton of news um, because mostly you rushed me on the record time and I didn't have time to get it ready, but that's okay. My bad. <laughs> I can do some of these off the top of my head. Uh, the one thing that I, I remember that came out within the last couple of weeks is um, David Gordon Green has talked a little more about Halloween. Uh, or I'm sorry, okay. Halloween Kills. Um, he has said that uh, Laurie Strode will not be the main character in this one. That um, she will be the hmm. emotional center of the movie, but she is not going to be the main character. I assume that means that it's going to be Allison. Her granddaughter um but I, yeah. I don't know i mean that would kind of make some sense because she, i'm trying to remember so i've only actually seen 2018 20 it's 2018 right halloween yeah. um once in its entirety i've seen it like in bits and pieces but i've only seen it once in its entirety and it's it's been on my list of things to rewatch. but that list is so long things just get shuffled around um she was her granddaughter in the movie is a pretty big part of the movie yes yeah, if is. i'm not mistaken so that actually makes a lot of sense for them to kind of shift focus a little bit yeah well yeah she sort of plays the laurie strode role in in that movie right. um you know uh, they even reverse some of the scenes quite cleverly where she's mm -hmm. in the laurie strode like when she's in the classroom where we saw Lori sitting in the first Halloween. Right. And then she looks out the window. Um, Lori, of course, when she looked out the window, saw Michael standing out there. When she looks out the window, she sees Lori, which is interesting. Mm. Um, yeah. So I, I assume that's what that means. Uh, I will find out in 15 months or whatever. Uh, <laughs> when we finally get to see the movie. Uh, I guess it's not that long. Another, what, 14 months. So, right. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So I, I, um, I don't know how they're going to keep interest in this movie for this long. I guess because it's a Halloween movie, that's the interest is built in for them. Oh yeah, it's well, the only, I, yeah, I would say know, it's the only thing I can assume. Uh, the other news that I saw that I thought was interesting this week is that um, there is a new, uh, well, actually the first officially licensed Friday the Thirteenth board game is now available. I saw that and immediately thought of you. I was like, yeah. Rob is going to buy this game, like 100%. I, I am. I have not ordered it yet, <laughs> but uh, don't worry. It won't be long, and I'll, and I'll have one. Um, there has never been an official Friday the 13th board game. There have been some uh, sort of, uh, you know, games based on Friday mm -hmm. the 13th, you know, uh, but, but never that. I don't understand. Like, intellectual property law is the most confusing stuff in the world to me. So it really is. I don't know how they were able to license this with the lawsuit that's ongoing. I read somewhere that the lawsuit only affects future movies um, and, and nothing else, but then, See, but they had to stop adding content to the video game. Because yeah. That, it's it, so muddy. Yeah. It's, it it's also confusing, but um, anyway, that is available uh, to be ordered. I don't have a website or anything, but I'm sure it's not that hard to, google and find um and it looks kind of cool so i will probably be getting a copy soon yeah it looks really interesting 
Um, a couple of uh, guys passed away that I think are worth note since we last recorded. Mm -hmm. uh, John Saxon passed away. Yep. Uh, John, uh, mostly known for, uh, I guess, in the horror community as playing uh, Nancy's father in A Nightmare on Elm Street. And also, I believe, A Nightmare on Elm Street 3 he was in. Mm -hmm. And he played, um, I believe he was the cop in the original Black Christmas also. Um, and uh, yesterday, I learned that Wilford Brimley died. Mm -hmm. uh, most notable for maybe his diabetes commercials in the movie diabetes. Cocoon. Um, but uh, in the horror community, it's uh, always have to tip the cap to anybody who was in The Thing, and he played Blair in The Thing. So uh, I wanted to mention those two guys real quick. And unless you've got anything else, that's it for oh, news. Oh, I do. I oh, do look have at some news. A I actually do a curveball. Ghosts is on the ball with this shit. So, Courtney Cox has officially been confirmed, and she will be in the new Scream movie. Does this make you happy? Uh, well, yeah, of course. I want I want everybody back. If okay. I could, they would bring every single person back, dead or alive. But I can't have that. So, um, yeah. all right. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's a that's good if they can get as many of the original cast members back as as possible. You know, that's a that's a good thing. Yep. Uh, David Arquette was already um confirmed too. So yeah. it's good that they've got her. I there's I don't know if they're still working on getting Nev Campbell or what, but Yeah, I haven't heard if she's coming back or not. She I really hope to, she does. She has to. They've gotta make Sydney the killer this time. <sighs> Stop it. Don't ruin my life. <laughs> Put a perfect cap on that franchise. <sighs> don't ruin my life. Um you know, honestly I I still need to go back. I keep saying this. I need to go back and rewatch Scream 4 because it's I've I've literally have seen it once and that was like when it came out. It's so good. Um but I I remembered liking it. Um, I love it. I like this team of guys that's working on this. They did Ready or Not, which I think I thought was mm -hmm. fantastic. Um so yeah, I I guess with those guys behind it and uh, you know some returning original cast members um, I, you know, I have pretty high expectations for it. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I have, I have extremely high expectations for it. So, mm. um, but I'm, we'll definitely go see it in the theaters if I can. Ooh, ghost yeah. going to go out to the movie theater. Mm -hmm. How often do you do that? Like once or twice a year? Uh, yeah, that's what it seems like. I used to go to the movies all the time and it just became, I don't like going alone. Oh, I prefer to go more alone. Fun to go with other people because then you can talk about it afterwards. Yeah. I'm very big on once I see a movie, I need to talk about what the yeah. fuck I just saw. I mean, I'm yeah. sure that it's hard to imagine, but I, I enjoy being there by myself. That's so difficult to think. Yeah. yeah. I would actually prefer if there weren't other customers in the theater <laughs> and it was just me. I mean, isn't that just basically watching a movie at home? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. I don't mind watching movies at home either. I do miss the theater though. I used to go yeah. once a week at least. And I haven't been since, I don't remember what the last movie I saw in theaters was. I have to look it up, but I'm not going to. Um, so, uh, anything else? We good? Yeah, one more thing. Um, from, our, from our video games, for video game fans out there, um, I pre-ordered this game when I heard about it. But they released, uh, was a few days ago, 
um, destroy all humans through uh, they rem remade it remastered it I don't really know I can never tell which word to use but it is phenomenal it is amazing I was so happy with it um, what I, is it? it is uh, so you're an alien and oh. you've come to earth to destroy the humans basically there's there's like little missions and stuff that you have to go through and you have to collect so like all the aliens are clones and apparently like the humans still have a bit of like the alien dna from something that had happened years and years and years ago um, yeah. but it's set in the 50s oh that's interesting yeah like 50s suburbia and you just go in you terrorize you you have your, your little ufo you can drive around and interesting you can like um they call it like the hollow glob or whatever but you can turn yourself into another human hmm. so you can blend in and stuff it's it's a lot of fun can you say it's called destroy all humans destroy all humans i might have to look into that that does sound oh fun my gosh. It, it is a very fun game and i used to play it on the playstation years ago when it had first come out and i loved yeah. it it was so much fun and actually i want to say late last year i went to um we have a it's called disc replay it's a store that sells like a bunch of old video games i actually bought a copy of the game and then they released this and i was so excited when they announced it and i finally got to play it the other day and i was like holy shit this is um, exactly how i remembered hmm and so it's out now it is out now yes cool all right i'm looking it up it looks kind of fun uh, it is blast yeah all right i might have to check that game out um you know what i did pre-order i don't know if we talked about this already or not but i pre-ordered that new friday the 13th box set from scream factory um i think we talked about it uh last episode. okay yeah i couldn't remember if we did or not i think we did yeah finally i bit the bullet and put in the order on it i don't care you? yeah <laughs> yeah i need it i mean it's worth it it's a ni very nice looking set yeah um all right are we ready to move on oh yeah all right i'm gonna do something that i um didn't think i would ever do when we started uh, this show and uh -oh. didn't expect uh i gotta tip my cap to ghost you had a good idea this week wow thank yeah. you yeah uh Take that's any compliment i can get that's recorded i want you to clip that sound because you're not going to hear it very often <laughs> um I figure it's about time that you, you came up with something good and started pulling your weight around here. Uh, <laughs> we had talked, uh, one of the things we talked about doing was an episode on remakes. And I'm glad that we didn't, uh, or that we're doing it in, in a different way. Uh, because this is, uh, remakes is too big of a topic. I feel like we could, we could talk about it for 12 hours and not touch on everything. So, yeah. um, Instead, we are going to take a look at a couple of different Wes Craven remakes mm -hmm. on this episode, and um, that'll allow us to go a little more in-depth on uh, these individual movies and um, also to look at uh, other ones in the future, I assume. Um, and I think that's a much smarter way to do it than trying to cram everything about remakes into one episode. Right, I agree. Uh, but I, what is your... Just sort of real quick overall opinion on remakes. I always go into remakes with a very open mind. Um, I like watching them because 
yeah, I know they're not, a lot of the times they're not going to be up to par with the original, but it's always nice to see it from somebody else's perspective and like what they would have changed. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I always view it. Um, I look at them as uh, the same way I look at cover songs. Mm-hmm. Um, when I hear a cover song, I want, I want it to sound different in some way. Right. Um, a lot of times when a band covers a song, they try to make it sound exactly like the original and it's what the hell's the point. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking for you to put your own twist on it. And, uh, then I do, I, I generally, when I, the first time I watch a a remake, I will try to view it as its own movie separate from the original. That's impossible to do. I think, um, especially if the original is something that you really love, but I do try to do it as much as I can. (laughs) Um, And I find though that most of them don't hit the mark for me. uh, Just generally speaking, um, most of them I I find are kind of lackluster, but there are ones that I think have uh, have been really well done and and that I've enjoyed a lot. Yeah. For for me, I think like for a lot of these, you know, remakes, those, are because they were coming out in like the the 2000s ish and a lot of those are my first introduction into some of these movies yes um so it i i do there's some remakes that i really enjoy so i i think um with the ones we're discussing today you might be mad at um well at least one of my opinions okay but we'll see all right. There is uh there is one I will say this right now. There is one opinion that you that you could hold that would bring this show to a screeching halt because you and I would never speak again. What? Well, well, we'll get there. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start though. Uh the two movies we're going to talk about uh are both Wes Craven uh Wes Craven did the originals. Um we're going to talk about The Hills Have Eyes and also a Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, I guess we should start with the original The Hills Have Eyes because it came first chronologically. Makes sense? All right. Does that work for you? It does work for me. <laughs> All right. The Hills Have Eyes from 1977, written and directed by Wes Craven. Um, real quick, just from its Wikipedia page, um, in case you're not familiar with the film, it follows the Carter family. Uh, they're a suburban family that are targeted by a family of cannibal savages once they're stranded in the Nevada desert. Uh, what do you think of this movie, Ghost? So, I did not know for, I shouldn't say for a long time, but I saw the remake first. I did not know it was a remake when I first saw it. So, I went back and watched this movie today just a few hours ago and it was good it was good it was a very good movie um i like the remake better i'm gonna say i'm gonna differ on uh with you on on one point and uh say this is this is not a good movie i didn't enjoy it at all really yeah i um i had seen this but i mean years ago Um, okay and so i watched it the other night um, really expecting to enjoy it. I remembered really liking it. Um, and I did, I just did not like this one at all. Um, I don't know what it is about the movie that I found off putting. It just, 
You know, Wes Craven's a genius. You know, oh, a brilliant filmmaker. One hundred percent. But this one just missed the mark for me for some reason. Um, and it might be because the remake was fresher in my mind than the the original. But there were some things I felt like were missing from the original that sort of impacted the story a little bit. Like um, it's to me after watching this movie, it's still unclear whether or not these uh, people who lived in the Hills were mutants because of the bombs, the testing that was done in the area or whether they were just freaks. Are you, you know? talking about the original? Or? Yes. Yes. The original. In the original, I believe if I remember, mistake me if I'm wrong, but I believe they weren't mutants necessarily. It was a, um, right, it was Papa almost like- Jupiter was Fred's son that yes. ran off into the hills after he got beaten and left yeah. for dead. So that's why he's all fucked up. Um, and then he had a family out there and they just ended up being cannibals, which was weird to me. Like, I wish there was more emphasis kind of on that backstory. And I'm not saying like an extra half an hour to talk about it, but just a little bit more. Yeah, for I, us to really understand and not not sympathize, but just to understand what's going on. Because it was a very quick conversation that he had with the dad to kind of tell him what was going on. Yeah, I just I I felt like there was a lot left um, that was unclear, mm-hmm. um, and then and also some of the dialogue. Like I don't know if you caught this or not. Maybe I misheard it, but I'm pretty sure the dad drops the N-word with a he really did. hard R. <laughs> he, he did. He did. And I, I was reading some, um, some, I guess, quote-unquote facts of the movie, and um, it was implied that he said those things to mimic the average like American dad <clears throat> uh-huh. at the time. But yeah. Also, like, I don't know. I, I wasn't around in the 70s, so I don't, I don't now, know if that was a big I, thing. But that took me aback. I had to pause yeah. where I was watching and rewind it. And I was like, did he just say what the yeah. fuck I think he just said? <laughs> yeah. Because that's not going to fly. <laughs> I didn't pause and go back, but I was like, what? Wait, did I hear that right? <laughs> yeah. Um, it, you know, uh, it, it's it, whatever. It is what it is. Um. But that sort of, I don't know, it, that jumped out at me. There was another line where the family, I believe it's the mom and the kids are sitting around the table and they're talking about the dog, the beast. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. they're just like laughing. They're like, oh, remember that time he killed that poodle? Oh, yeah. And they're all laughing. And I'm like, look, I, poodles annoy me as much as the next guy. <laughs> but that doesn't seem like, you know, the kind of story you all sit and laugh and joke around about. Um, uh, agreed. I don't know if that was just them trying to set the tone that the dog was ju- a, a beast. Yeah. I mean, calling it beast, like, yeah, should have work. worked well enough. Yeah. Yeah. And it showing for the, the remake. Dog. Yeah. Showing the dog, which it looks right. like the kind of dog that could tear you apart if it wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was weird. And then there was a line where. Um, the mother kept talking about rattlesnakes, and then the son's like, you know what Freud would say about your obsession with snakes, Mom. And I was like, That's yeah, a they weird were thing for somebody to say, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, it didn't bother. Like a lot of it didn't bother me so much because I know that it was made 
God, I can't do 50 years ago, basically. 40 yeah. some years ago. It's it's an old movie. Or I shouldn't say old, but older. Yeah. Um, so like I can forgive some of the some of the weird dialogue and that th- one point the daughter was like oh cry in a bucket or some shit like that and i was like yeah. what, it, what what does that mean and like some of the ways they were like talking to their father mm-hmm. or talking about their father i was like that is very strange like you should yeah. not be talking about your father that way yeah um, it, um but, but i can I, forgive those things because it's a like well, i said it was a different time if that was all that that uh, bothered me about the movie, I, I wouldn't be a big deal at all. It, it more dates it than anything else. Right. But um, I don't know. By and large, I didn't think the performances were all that great. Um, yeah. What's his... Uh, why can't I remember his first name now? Is it Michael Berryman? I believe so. Um, he's good, but I, I he's just a guy I enjoy seeing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on screen you know um i thought he was really good in it but for the most part i kind of thought every everybody else was just kind of flat um yeah i what got me i think the most was just the actress who played brenda like in those scenes when they were still in the trailer after what had happened to her and she was just screaming and i was like you are this is not this doesn't add up like the way she was screaming like bloody murder for no reason at her brother i was like this is it doesn't fit yeah so um anyway i was surprised that uh i did not like this one that much i'm extremely surprised because i thought for sure you would like this um if we move on to the remake i love it uh let's see hold on i got this pulled up here which came out in 2006 and it was written by alexander aja who also directed it mm-hmm. and his partner whose name there's no way gregory <laughs> levichuche yeah. don't ask me yeah i have no idea um and the story is pretty much the same the story uh, is almost identical yeah almost i will and- say that um I, uh, for the original, I, I don't know if I mentioned this or not. I thought it looked great. Mm-hmm. Um, Wes Craven, you know, he knows how to make a, a movie. He knows how to shoot a movie. And I thought it looked great. Uh, but this one does too. Alexander Aja is a great, uh, really good filmmaker. And one that I think gets overlooked mm-hmm. a lot. And he did a great job with uh, shooting this um, as well. Uh, it was, the performances were were head and shoulders above anything from the original one. Oh yeah. Um, Ted Levine is the father. I just love that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it does follow a lot of the same beats, but it also goes a little deeper to fill in some of those gaps. Mm-hmm. Um, these uh, not only are, are these people cannibals, but they are indeed mutants. It's made perfectly clear. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's a, there's the whole section that's not in the first movie where the uh, father of the baby goes into the town where yeah. the mutants live, which is sort of like, um, I don't even know what they're called. A, it was a nuclear testing Yeah, area. where they would so, set up like the towns with the crash the test dummies. And, and the, yeah, yeah the, the man, yeah. which were creepy. Yeah, like the, it's, it's where um, Indiana Jones hid in the refrigerator <laughs> yeah. in that terrible sequel that, I don't like to acknowledge that it exists, but um, yeah. So 
I, I felt like this one filled in those gaps a little bit better. Uh, the performances were just overall stronger. I thought the effects looked great. There was uh, the scene where um, the dad is on fire. Oh, yeah. Was pure garbage in this movie. Really? I thought I it was. So. I could I tell it was, it was really good. I, I could tell it was CGI. It just looked bad. Um, but that was my only complaint about any of the effects or anything in this movie. Um, yeah, overall, I just felt like it did everything a little bit better than the original. I, I agree. I think that um, them adding that little extra bit of kind of background, like because they were they're mutants because they were they were being you know it's all this um i don't even know what to call it but the the radiation radiation and shit um gave it just that little bit extra of a detail that i think the original was missing and i think they i don't know if they did that because it was kind of missing and lacking in the original or if they did it as a way to bring it into a different time but that's what really did it for me and that like you said that extra scene where he kind of goes in and he's looking for the baby and mama fucking whacks him upside the head and he wakes up in a fucking ice box and it's like oh yeah okay yeah i felt like that really added a lot to the movie Mm -hmm. um up until that point it had been pretty much beat for beat the original Mm mm-hmm um, which, like I said before, I, I don't normally like. But um, I, I wasn't mad about it though because, like, the effects in this in the remake were so good. The way they just the CGI and the um, practical effects together, like the way they intertwined, it was really good. And I'm not saying that the effects in the original were terrible because they were good for the time no i thought they looked really good in the original mm-hmm. too the blood oh. in the original was spot on i loved it yeah but that it really uh, worked but uh, i'm telling you that fire oh <laughs> i did not like the way that looked at all i i don't hate it um yeah maybe it's just because i felt like everything was was just a little bit better that it didn't bother me that it was following the same story they did take out the n-word with the hard r uh <laughs> they took out the story of the poodle Thank God. And they addressed the Freud uh, snake line uh, really well. Did you catch that? Oh, no. Oh, I loved this because those were the three bits of dialogue that really bugged me from the first yeah. one. And uh, the two were, you know, two of them were missing. And the one that they did bring up was uh, the mom's talking about snakes as they're all sitting at the table, just like in the mm-hmm. first one. And the son says, you know what Freud would say about your fascination with rattlesnakes, mom? And everybody's like, oh, oh, that's gross. And he goes, yeah, yeah, all right. That was that was weird. I apologize <laughs> to the table. And I thought, hey, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I really... This remake really was i think like a like a love letter to the original like it was it hit every stride that it needed to to make it a really good remake yeah yeah i um like i said it's not often that i will um say that i like a remake more than the original but uh, this is certainly that case i am 100 percent shocked because i thought we were not gonna agree on this and i thought you're gonna Bitch me out for saying that the remake was better. No, no, not this time. Oh my, I'm, I'm shocked. If you hold that line going into the next film, we're going (laughs) to fight. But we'll get there. We will get there. (laughs) Um, 
All right. So, uh, yeah, it sounds like we are in agreement. I don't know what else there is to say about these two films. Do you have anything else? Oh, I I don't I don't think I have anything else. It's just mm. it just overall is a great film. Like I said originally, I had no idea that it was a remake. Uh, I think I saw this first when I was like uh, twelve. Yeah. Uh, so I probably shouldn't have been watching it, especially the unrated version. Mm-hmm. Um, however, uh, it's it's been one of my fa- I love this movie. It's a great movie. And I even now it still holds up. It's still fucking terrifying watching that shit. Like I don't want to be stuck in the desert getting chased down by cannibals. Yeah. That doesn't sound like a good time. No. Um, yeah, I had seen the original a long time ago and probably only once. I've seen the remake a handful of times. Um and, and always enjoyed it. I was, but I, I remembered really liking the original. So I was surprised when I watched it this time and just, it didn't do it for me. Um, it was just yeah, everything, I'm, everything I'm was thoroughly surprised. flat in the original, um, which is just surprising. I, you know, uh, I love Wes Craven, but uh, this was, this was a swing and a miss for him, I think. Yeah. I, the, the thing that gets me really too with the original is I just don't understand, like there's not, like a, a a timeline for that makes sense for his son that he fucking beaten left for dead to run into the hills and meet a lady and have all these children and they're cannibals yeah. like she if i i read if i read correctly she was like a prostitute or some shit so like she clearly knows what life was like but maybe she's too fucked up in the head yeah, I don't know. No, and they're just, like I don't understand like what was the there's a disconnect there from what turned him into a cannibal. Yeah, yeah. And wanting to kill, I guess. But Yeah, that's they um, addressed that in the remake, so I I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah, and I guess I was expecting it to be addressed in the original because it is in the remake. And right. because there wasn't anything there, I was left kind of confused. Yeah. Um yeah, ultimately. So I think uh, we both agree the remake is better. Yep, I, right. I believe so. Are you ready to move on? <sighs> ready as a lover be. Let's do it. All right, so we will move on then to A Nightmare on Elm Street from 1984, written and directed by Wes Craven. Uh, the plot uh, concerns four teenagers living on one street in Springwood, Ohio. That would be Elm Street. Uh, They're invaded and killed in their dreams and thus killed in reality by Freddy Krueger. We all know this movie. I was going to say, if y'all don't know this movie, (laughs) stop what you're doing, turn this off, and go watch it right now. So, um, let's see. So, the original is an absolute classic. Freddy is one of the big three, the Holy Trinity, if you will, or the Unholy Mm -hmm. Trinity. Um, I watched it today. Um, for about the 1,000th time. Uh, I still love it. It still works for me. Um, there are some funny lines in there. We talked about dated dialogue. There's some funny dated dialogue in this one. My favorite is Rod, who insults somebody who's like, uh, you know, screw you with a twirling lawnmower or something like that. And it's like, what? Um, but ultimately, it's still, it's, it's brilliant. It, um, it is just a, a classic like you can't can't argue with the fact that it it is stuck around for this long and it it's got such a massive following when you talk to people about horror movies 
this is in their top somewhere usually. Yeah. And, um, you know, Nancy, of course, she's one of the legendary final girls of horror. Mm -hmm. Um, Watching it again uh, today, I just, uh, you know, um, she's Heather Langenkamp is great in that role. Um, Oh, yeah. Seeing a young Johnny Depp is uh, always strikes me as funny um, (laughs) because I always kind of forget that he's in this movie and then he shows up and makes me laugh. Um, There are two horrible characters in this movie, though. Um, One is Johnny Depp uh, as Glenn. (laughs) who is not once but twice asked by his girlfriend Nancy to stay awake and wake her up. And both times he goes to sleep. He falls asleep. Um, Nancy, I feel you. And then the the other character that just drives me nuts in this movie is one of the, I don't know, he's a police officer of some sort, and he's across the street from Nancy's house. Mm -hmm. And uh, Nancy's dad, who's the... I don't know if he's the chief of police or detective, whatever he's like whatever the he is. sheriff or chief yeah, or something. Whatever he is, he tells the guy to keep an eye on the house and let him know if anything weird happens. And I mean, she's breaking windows and yelling, "Help me! Help me! Help me!" and screaming and running around. She and he's just standing there, going, "Maybe I should tell him." <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, maybe, dude. Maybe you should have told him the first window that broke, not the third. Yeah. Um, and there is a little bit, the, the booby traps kind of bother me a little bit in this movie too. They feel a little home alone-ish. You know what? I don't mind though. You got like, she's a high school girl. Like, yeah, I can't just, remember what, if they ever say like how old she actually is, but like. No, but they're clear. Yeah. They're clearly in high school. Yeah, They're clearly in high school. So like, what, what do you expect? Like, it's not going to be some brilliant mastermind plan that. Like, she's got to do what she got to do. So well, I I'm, like that. But how did she rig up that system, that pulley system with the clamps and everything else to attach a sledgehammer to the ceiling? Uh, well, and her mom didn't notice that? Her mom is an <laughs> alcoholic and probably was passed out on the couch the whole time and wasn't was just in a different dimension. Yeah. Um, oh, and her mom has a line that really bothers me, too, when she's in the when she's telling her the story of Freddy Krueger mm-hmm. and she talks about how he got off because somebody didn't sign the search warrant. And she says something along the lines of the lawyers got fat and the judge got famous, but in the end he got away or something. It's just so cheesy. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about that. The mom real quick. Um, who is played by what is her name? Ronnie Blakely. Good performance or bad. Um, because I can't, I, think I, honest, it was, I can't decide. I think it was good for the role that she had to play. That's what I, I can't. supposed to be just oblivious, this alcoholic that just wasn't paying close enough attention. Yeah, she's. Kids, what was going on. When she's talking, it's almost like she's reciting her lines almost robotically. She has mm-hmm. this weird, like far away look in her eyes. And it kind of bothers me every time I watch the movie and I've never been able to decide because that does speak to the character. It does. But I'm always like, is this a good performance or a bad one? And I never am able to decide whether I like what she's doing or not. Yeah. I, th- I think, like I said, I think it, she plays it to like how she's supposed to be just oblivious yeah. and ambivalent. And- yeah. Late, great John Saxon. He's wonderful. Oh yeah, um, he's um, 
he's Nancy's father and the sheriff or whatever it is that we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. And he seems to be the level-headed common sense. Um, I don't know, almost the audience surrogate for this movie in a way. Uh, and I really enjoy what he does in, in the movie. He's fantastic. Uh, there's a lot of great performances in this, in this movie. Um, and the, the effects look, look terrific. I, I agree. I think yeah. it, it's just a great overall movie and it really does hold up. The effects for the most part really do hold up. Yeah. There's a couple of weird ones, but for the most part, they, they hold up oh, yeah. wonderfully. Um, what do you think about the ending of this movie? Doesn't that feel tacked on? It it does. It it feels almost like like they were like they filmed the whole thing and they were ready to go and then someone was like, "Nah, nah, this movie yeah. is going to need a sequel." And so they had to add something to it and that effect at the end of that movie gets me every fucking time. Yeah, I yeah. die every it, time I see it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's why I say it had to have been something they just fucking tacked on at the end. They had already spent all their money and budget on everything because, yeah, that, Lord, looks, that one's rough. Yeah, it looks like absolute garbage. It really does. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, and I believe that I, I've I read somewhere that 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 was kind of the case that they wanted to tack on. Um, I don't know if it was necessarily for a sequel, but um, similar to the um, Friday the Thirteenth the original ending mm-hmm. and uh, which was basically a direct ripoff of Carrie in the ending of that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they just wanted to get that one last scare in at yeah. the very end. And I, I believe that uh, they sort of mandated that uh, to Wes Craven that he put yeah. it in there. I, I definitely but, don't think it needed it at all. No. And it also, is, but uh, I, it's it left become it, iconic for yeah. how crazy bad it is but and it leaves me it leaves you kind of confused too because it doesn't really make sense with the rest of the movie that we just watched right you know you're like what is going on freddy's a car now what mm-hmm. <laughs> what's happening here um so yeah that ending i i don't i don't care for all that much but uh those few complaints aside it's uh one of my favorite movies and uh so much fun to watch um and so I couldn't wait to sit down and watch it again, like I said, for about the thousandth time today. And then I had to watch another movie. <laughs> we are talking about the 2010 remake of A Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, no. Directed by Samuel Bayer, written by... Wesley Strick and Eric somebody or another. Um, God, this movie's boring. I surprise, surprise. It's the only movie this guy's ever directed, by the way. <laughs> surprise, surprise. There are some things in this movie that I can get behind. Oh, but for overall terrible movie like i was thinking when we started going over the cast of who was in the original and i was thinking to myself fuck i can't name one fucking person that was in the remake i don't even know i Um, couldn't tell you but now looking like there's names i've seen i could name a few katie cassidy katie cassidy she was in supernatural one of the mara sisters is in it rooney mora yeah and And jackie earl haley (laughs) 
yeah um uh, after, Connie Britton's in it oh yeah Connie Britton yeah and then there's um, that Kellen Lutz the guy that was in Twilight is that the guy that looks like Brecken Meyer? I kept thinking it was Brecken Meyer, but it wasn't. I, I don't know. Okay. There's one of the guys I kept thinking, wow, he looks like really sad Brecken Meyer. Oh, no, 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 no. That's probably, are you talking about the boyfriend? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that's uh, Kyle Gallner. Oh. Uh, who was yeah. in Jennifer's Body and A Haunting in Connecticut, which oh. now that I'm thinking about it, I really liked him. In both of those movies. I liked Jennifer's body. I don't remember him in it. He's very forgettable in this movie. Like, But like when I think of this movie, I think of him more than I do Nancy. Because he's the one that's coming up with ways to fucking stay awake. Yeah, he's yeah, he's the one coming up. That's my biggest problem. I think one of my biggest problems with this remake, and there are a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Nancy is just along for the ride. Yeah. In this movie. We spend the first half hour of this movie not even dealing with Nancy. We're dealing with Chris. It's Chris's story for the first half hour. Yeah. And then Chris gets the Tina kill. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's supposed to shift to Nancy, but it doesn't really. She's just sort of going along for the ride while yeah, this guy. Is I really can't remember the guy's name, her boyfriend, Quentin. whatever. Quentin. Yeah, Quentin. Good Lord. Where did get these names? <laughs> um, so yeah, he's doing everything and she's just sort of there. And he's always like, you should take some drugs to stay awake. And she's like, no, I don't want to take drugs. And I'm like, oh, you. Which is weird because she's very like angsty in the movie. Everybody's very angsty much so, in this movie. Well, yeah, she's very much so the opposite of Nancy in the original. Yeah. Which I don't know if necessarily yeah. if that was like a choice they directly wanted to make someone who was completely opposite. I or didn't really. It was... I didn't really think of that, but you're absolutely right. Like she's like all dark and just very dark. It's much more darker. Like she takes away, I think from any of those moments with Freddie that are supposed to be so dark. Yeah. She's very, um, she's like quiet and reserved almost. And, um awkward and shy and she's like an artist where we see her like doing her. She's very relatable. Her painting or whatever, uh, or her drawings. And, you know, Nancy in the first one is um, what little bit we see of her before everything starts. She just seems kind of bubbly and happy. Mm-hmm. She seems like a normal, everyday, suburban teenager. Yep. Um, and I think that makes it more effective when she's in trouble. Yeah. I think that them making Nancy in the new one this dark, angsty, mousy girl, like, it takes away every time there's that Freddy sequence. Cause in that fir- the original, it, it makes it so much creepier when it transitions mm-hmm. into those Freddy sequences where it's like, Oh shit. It, this is fucking dark. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the, some it helps. Freddy is this dark force that has come into their otherwise happy teenage lives. Um, None of these teenagers are happy. Everyone in this movie, when I was watching it, I was wondering, did they all enter a contest to see who could be the most sad looking? <laughs> like, you know, like they all are in an emo cover band or something. What the hell is going on? Why is see, this guy wearing eyeliner? The first time I watched this, like I, I because when this came out, I was very much so in my emo phase in high school. Oh, so of course like, you were. Okay. I like it. It's dark. But like, I've you know I've grown out of that kind of. And have you? Have you? No. 
<laughs> mentally no yeah. um but it's just it's it doesn't fit i think like it's no just, it's not a creative way to change the film and make it better it made it worse yeah it made it so much worse and i'm sorry i don't care that girl chris <laughs> there's no way she's dating that sissy guy no yeah. way no way she is way too hot for him that's not <laughs> happening i'm sorry the guy's wearing eyeliner and like oh get out of here um yeah <laughs> the movie as a remake it doesn't even really follow the first one at all no um, it, it doesn't it it has this if they made this as just a, and they made it as friday or uh, i'm sorry nightmare on elm street part whatever they're up to now nine or ten mm-hmm. or whatever i don't like okay <laughs> it, like right it, new it, age All right. yeah just another sequel to it it's not it doesn't follow the story beats of the first one some of the stuff is repeated there are little callbacks to the first one mm-hmm. um you know but they're not uh, it's not the same story um, like I said, Chris gets the Tina kill in this one, and it's it's not as good. And you would think with all the technology and everything, the advancements in special effects, they would have been able to make it amazing, but it's, they didn't. It looks, it's terrible. Yeah, I know. I know. So just, I just, I don't know what they were trying to do here. Um, nothing good. Yeah, they uh, none of the characters have the same name. None of them act the same as, as any of the people in the first one. The only one that has the name, I believe, is is Nancy. Nancy and uh, um, Freddie. Yeah, Freddie. Uh, yeah, uh, but I feel like they would have probably changed Nancy's name if they could get away with it. Uh, they probably would have. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, this was just and it's boring. Oh my god, is this movie boring? <laughs> It's, I don't know what the runtime is on this thing, but I just watched it. I think it. it's only like four minutes longer than the original. It so felt like it was three and a half hours long. I mean, it was yeah, the torturous. Runtime is 91 for the mm-hmm. original. The remake, 95. It feels twice as long, easily. I mean, I, it was torturous getting to the end of this thing. Um, let's see. What do we like about it? There's got to be something we like about it. I, I like I, the way they modernized them trying to stay awake. Like yeah. The, the, the boyfriend, they fixed that shit, and he's awake. He came up with some. I like the whole concept of, like, the micro naps. Yeah. And that's, that's a, that was a nice addition. Maybe not so much doing the drugs, but, you know. No, nah, I didn't mind doing the drugs. caffeinated as much. Like, there was at one point, he fucking adrenaline shot. Uh-huh. Like, create a fucking i don't remember how he got that but he stole it from the hospital ah you're right you're right i liked i i like that stuff i like the opening in the diner mm-hmm. um where that guy you know he kills himself or, well it looks like he's killing himself i thought that was well done i thought that was interesting um boy i might be out <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, I mean that's kind of it. I was really yeah. pissed at the creative liberty they took on Freddie's background and his backstory. I, that um, doesn't bother me as much as it does most people because I know that that's what Wes Craven originally intended. Really? Yeah, yeah. Originally, Wes Craven so. had written Freddie as a child molester. Um, there was a rash of like child molestation cases that had made the mm-hmm. news around that time. 
and he didn't want it to look like he was trying to capitalize on that, so he changed ah. it to a child murderer. But originally, that was what he had intended for Freddy. I will say that, like, the storyline does make a little bit more sense with him being a child molester. Yeah. And then, obviously, like, them forgetting that. Because, like, let, let's be honest, growing up, you're not going to forget the fact that, you know, your friend was maybe murdered. However, yeah. a, a lot of people repress childhood molestation. So yeah. it makes, however, I, I, I'm just not one for that kind of stuff. I, I don't like it. Yeah. I also hate the way they made him look in the movie. It just yeah. fucking awful. Yeah, it's <laughs> not great. It's not great. Um, no, I it get is what, awful. I get what they were trying to do, but it didn't work. Um, mm -hmm. They also put an effect on his voice that I don't like. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think of Jackie Earl Haley as Freddie? It's hard. No, for, no Robert England. It's no, so hard when you take over a role. Well, that's that what I was going to say. There, it really is. I think Jack Earl Haley's a, a really good actor. Mm -hmm. um, I think that he, you know, he was doomed when he said but, yes oh, yeah. to, this, to this role. From the start. I think acting-wise, he did a pretty good job. Mm -hmm. I, there's just, there are so many things that I just didn't like about Freddy in this movie, specifically yeah. the way he looked and his little the change to his story but yeah and that was also the uh, part of the problem it's hard to judge the performance from jackie earl haley in this movie because that he's buried under that weird cgi face mm -hmm. thing they did to him and his voice has been changed you know all right what am i supposed to judge his performance on right. then um i, I think if i remember correctly he did get a lot you know a lot of the, the mannerisms down and the way yeah. that um, Robert England did things as Freddie. Yeah. So I will give him that. It's just, it's very, it's hard when you come into an iconic role like that. It's just. I, yeah. I don't know how you could do it. Um, you, you know, um, throughout the years, but tons of different people have played Jason, mm -hmm. tons of different people have played Michael Myers, uh, but they're wearing a mask. Right. Uh, so it's easier to hide that. Um, and that was, I think intentionally done by Wes Craven when he wrote the original that he wanted a killer who didn't wear a mask uh, just to separate Freddie from those two even more. Yeah. Um, but that really hurt them here when they tried to recast that role. Yeah. You know, they did a lot of weird things in this movie that I, I don't think make any sense. I don't know if Robert England didn't want to do this movie. Uh, I'm not sure what, what the, uh, the deal was with any of that, but um, trying to recast that role was not, smart in my opinion um apparently yeah. also i was reading that they didn't consult with Wes craven on this movie at all i think he's i don't know if he's listed as a producer on it or not but if he is it's only because it's based on characters he created um they that didn't take probably make sense they didn't take any input from him at all uh, which kind of bothered him i'm bothered the shit out of me yeah um yeah that Michael this, Bay produced this? What yeah, it's platinum it's platinum dunes, um, which is Michael Bay's company. Uh they did uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake and the Friday the thirteenth remake. Uh they did a lot of these remakes at the time. And uh apparently that was uh one of the original plans they had for this one was they wanted to do it like the Friday remake and they were gonna take like the best 
moments from the first like three movies Mm -hmm. and try to combine it all into one story you can't do that um but they abandoned that and apparently just came up with their own story and guess what it was still trash yeah yeah like the friday remake i don't hate the friday remake I don't uh, hate it as much as I hate this one, but uh, I can watch the Friday remake. There are things about it that bother me, but I can watch it. Yeah, it it's also though like this movie. It would have been very easy for them to make that just another sequel. Yeah. Um. I don't. Uh, yeah, this movie was just. It was insufferable to try and sit through this thing today. Yeah. Uh, and I feel bad because this is the one I picked. That is the one you picked. I picked the good one. <laughs> I picked the good one. Um, all right. So uh, the good news is uh, that was the one that uh, could have ended this whole enterprise right away. If you had told me that the remake was better than the original, <laughs> we were going to be done. I, like um, I said, I thought for sure you would have liked the original Hills Have Eyes better than the remake. Just because I know you've got, you've got a soft spot in your heart for those originals. Especially, I do. You know, those 70s. Yeah, I do like the 70s, this. early 80s movies. So yeah. I was like, for sure. I was like, ah, he's going to hate me. I yeah. can't believe we agreed I on think, all of this. I think the one thing about that one that um, it, it's because I wasn't super familiar with that movie. Mm. You know, there's no real attachment or connection to it. Um, yeah. The uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, totally different story. But even then, I, you know, I wasn't. They don't. They didn't have to make the movie just like the original one. No. Um, I like it when they change things up. It's just that everything that they changed was for the worse this time around. Yep. Whereas I think all the changes they made to the Hills Have Eyes improved the movie. Yes. And the story. I, this I one think was. These were uh, two really good picks to kind of show the good and the bad. Yeah. When it comes to remakes. Yep. And you know what we're gonna do? What? We're, we're gonna pretend like we did that on purpose. <laughs> I mean, yeah. maybe we yeah. kind of did. Yeah, we're gonna act like that was. We each picked one, so <laughs> I just happened to pick the good one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're both in agreement. The original, A Nightmare on Elm Street, far better than the remake. Uh, my Here guess is. is we will do some more of these kind of episodes with different movies uh, as we go along. I don't think there's any real way to cover all remakes or uh, in, in just one episode. Oh no. Um, and this is kind of fun. I enjoyed this. Yeah. Um, but I, I believe that's all I've got. You got anything else to add on these movies or are we done? No, I I think we've covered everything I can think of. Just Excellent. New Nightmare's trash. Uh, wait, I should what? say the new Nightmare on Elm Street. The okay, I was going to say, wait, no. Let me, we'll... let me, let me, as soon as I said that, I was like, fuck. <laughs> We're about to throw some hands, ghost. <laughs> uh, one of, oh, I know what I did want to bring up. This is just sort of a trivial side note. Did oh. you notice you didn't watch A Nightmare on Elm Street, did you? I mean, you've seen what, it, but you today? didn't watch I've it. I've seen like it, today. but I didn't watch it recently. No, okay. I didn't watch it today. When you think of the door on Nancy's house, what color do you think it is? I'm trying to think now. I feel like this is a trick question. In, in a way, it like pink. It's red, right? That's is what it it's red? always red, except in this movie, it's blue. And it bugged what? the hell out of me for the longest time. I don't know why they changed the color. I even looked it up. It's blue in this movie. It's red in all of the other ones, except for a new nightmare. Wes Craven changed it back to blue, like the original. I'm. Isn't that weird? What? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, it, it is blue. Oh my god. Yeah, it bothered me because I always picture that red door. 
And I don't know that I've ever even noticed that it was blue in the original movie. I don't know why I thought it was pinkish. Yeah, I don't know. Red would make more sense. Yeah, I don't don't know what the hell you were thinking either. But um, yeah, all right. That that threw me for a bit of a loop when I was rewatching it. Um, Yeah, yeah, seen the movie a thousand times, still discovering new stuff. I mean, yeah, it's you know nonsensical stuff like the color of the door. (laughs) Right. Still finding it. so that's going to do it for this episode of This Horror Life. We believe it's episode five. We might be wrong. It could be six. <laughs> Who knows at this point? We're yeah. bad at math. Yeah, I, I should have looked it up and I forgot. Um, we can be reached on Twitter at This Horror Life. Um, or you can reach out to us individually on Twitter. I am at Radio Rob 123. Ghost is at Ghost with a zero underscore J. Um, you can also send us an email. It's thishorrorlife at gmail.com. Fan mail's been flooding in for me, Ghost. I don't know if you noticed that or not. Uh, I, I did. Getting my, own, for a buck. getting my own little fan club going, uh, which is very nice. I wouldn't call it a fan club. Uh, no, no. I think that's what it is. I um, think they just wanted their dollar. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Bunch of jerks. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we'll do this again in a couple of weeks. No idea what the topic's going to be because that's still how we're rolling here. Yeah, no no planning ahead here, unfortunately. Nah, no reason for any of that. Um, that was a lot of fun, Ghost. Always a pleasure. Right, we'll do it again soon. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.